Welcome to Village Church Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you, and I am in the studio with Pastor Alex and Pastor Craig. And so we preached, uh, by we I mean Alex, preached a sermon for all <laughs> of us uh, on August 8th, 2021. And we're in a series on the tabernacle and about the skills uh, that were required. And we find this interesting passage where there's a guy named Bezalel, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit gives Bezalel this um, unbelievable skill and craftsmanship mm-hmm. Whatever it is, he seems to be maybe once in a nation kind of guy where people looked at him and said, only God could kind of do that through you. So um, the question for us is, how does the Holy Spirit make me more skillful? So I want you to imagine we're we're kind of counseling somebody and uh, maybe maybe they have this passion for something and uh, they're reading this Bezalel guy and they're like, I want that. I want to be as good as him. Mm-hmm. And yet... The scriptures say, no, but that was the spirit of God uniquely taking probably his job that he did for a living right. and then making it so great that people recognized him. Mm-hmm. All right. So we talked about three things. Okay. Yep. So Alex, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, you have this, you have a, a young person, say they're 23 years old. They have a skill. They want to grow it. What What's the first thing you would say to them? Yeah. So um, first of all, everybody, uh, same story. We all have development of personality. We all have development of skills or experiences. That's that's true of everybody. But then mm. for Christians in particular, when we believe we have the Holy Spirit come upon us, we have filling, indwelling, sealing. And so the Holy Spirit, I wanted to tell this person, the first thing is that uh, the Spirit will amplify your learning and your passion and your fruit as you pour yourself into God's kingdom, yep. right? Uh, come behind the things that he has already ordained in your life and yep. amplify them because you're using them yep. for his purpose. All right, so what if what if I am a guitarist? Yes. And I am like, want to be really, really good for God, for his kingdom, but that's not what the Lord wants for me. Like, well, should I expect that just because my motivations are good that he's going to grow my gift? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I mean, you, we didn't practice. So, this yeah, right. We didn't like, go through that. Well, so okay, I'm on the spot a little right, bit. No, no, fine. it's good. So, uh, like, you you can still choose to grow yeah. your gift, whether or not God, you know, wants it for you, yeah. right? Like, you could you could invest yeah. energy. You could go get guitar lessons and get better and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting. How would you discover though that that God doesn't want you? Yeah, I didn't. So I did not even imagine. No, that this question. Story. Well, no, <laughs> let me let me like let me tell you a story. Oh, this so, is. I think I know what story you're going to tell. Maybe. Uh, maybe we'll see. I, I tell the same three stories over and over again. So, <laughs> but when I when I was uh, 19, 20, 21, um, I was a very skilled guitarist and a really good worship leader. But here's my secret: I never sang. I led the team. I worked with the musicians and the singers. I would coordinate everything and uh, I would do all the talking and uh, I would always have singers with me because I'm terrible at singing. (laughs) So one, one, so yes, it's so bad. And I keep trying, I can hear the notes, but I can't make the sounds. It's really bad, dude. So even my wife in the car, my kids are like, stop singing, dad. And every once in a while I hit a note and I feel really good about it. Yeah, I know, what's happening here? So this guy named Tom, we were at a vineyard church in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, Tom comes up to me, it's a very charismatic church. I, gosh, I I had to be 19 or 20. No, no older than that. And uh, he comes up to me and uh, I was leading uh, with one of their bands. And uh, again, he was watching this happen and he goes, I need, I need to lay hands on your throat. And, uh, and I was like, well, okay. And he's, and uh, he's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I would just love to lead worship for the rest of my life, but I, the worst singer in the planet. And apparently you can't lead worship. Like, I don't know, at a church, 
other than like a college group if you can't mm-hmm. sing, you know? And it's like, and so he literally laid hands on my throat and oh. prayed for healing over my voice. True story. Um, nothing happened. And I remember for a moment, I was like, maybe this is the day. Maybe this is the story I tell where God gets all the glory. Yeah, that's And uh, I had no ambition to teach because I could not until I was about 27 years old, stand in front of a group of people and speak without mm. quivering. It was mm. devastating. It was mm. actually one of the most uh, frustrating weaknesses that I had re- like just couldn't. So in my brain, speaking ministry out, right? Mm. Uh, leading in a worship team, I, I could that's do that. Yeah. And so um, he didn't heal me. And uh, the Lord did not want me to be a worship pastor, but doggone it, like everyone around me was saying, you you should go down the worship mm-hmm. pastor route. Because we think have, we can work you, with your voice. You have most of the skills, but not the voice. But not right? the yeah, voice. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so the people of God around me were saying, no, like mm-hmm. they were saying, yeah, feed that thing because you're so good at it. But the spirit of God was like, that's actually right. not what I want for you. Right. And I had no category that the Lord, Lord wanted me to talk in front of people. <laughs> and uh, that's a whole different story. And I remember I remember the Sunday when all the nerves for the first time went away. I was 27. Wow. Yeah. It was when um, there was closer line of sight to me becoming the interim lead pastor here. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's I was like, God, I cannot do this. I, I don't want to humiliate myself. And it was like this weakness that he played to me with, um, probably just a, you know, no, relying on him. And nobody laid their hands on you to get you over that one. No, yeah. I look. You have no idea how stupid I looked on such a regular <laughs> basis. Like the pastors would be like, "Hey, uh, if you want to get up and do announcements," I'm like, "Sweating." It's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So okay. So okay. Wait, just, well, like, let's talk about that though. That's yeah, a great story. Is, what were so, we talking about? <laughs> Where are we? I mean, you still from from a twenty two or whenever this guy laid hands on your throat yeah. or whatever. You still used your leadership skills in yeah. a band setting. You still used your awareness yeah. of music. You still used your communication gifts in those contexts, and the spirit still used it to glorify God. Oh yeah, like the spirit wasn't like, oh, I hate Michael for doing that, but. I wanted it to be so much more. Mm. My will was not the spirit's will. Spirit right. apparently had a plan for me to talk for a living yeah. rather than strum for a living. So right. yeah. or sing for a right. living. <laughs> and um like how did like when did you stop just playing guitar altogether in a worship band? Uh it was 2009 and uh, I was preaching and we had no ele- we had no lead guitarist and so mm. um, our worship leader like begged me to play and I was mm. like that's really weird if I'm like playing guitar and then I go preach. Mm. And so I did that. I was feeling it in my spirit and then this critical man looked at me and he goes, "Huh?" after the service. He goes, "It's like it's the Michael show here." Mm. And I was like, Okay, I get it. Mm. And it, even though his heart was super critical, sure, I spent quite a bit of time praying about that. And it yep. was very quickly after that, the Lord was like, you're done playing guitar in church. Mm. Every time you play, you're taking away someone else's opportunity to grow mm. and develop. I want you to yes. invest here. And I've been asked a hundred times to play at Village Church. And I'm just like, no, the Spirit has not given me permission to right. do that. Yeah. Um, right. And lo and behold, we've always had what we needed. Um, well, right, yeah. You know, so. and, so, and I like I think of that too. Like there was something that Village Church needed um, so you backing off of that thing because you have this other gift that yep. you need to pour yourself into this other responsibility yep. that you have. So you're going to pour yourself into that. And the spirit is equipping this, like the church to fill those spots. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. The thread through your story mm-hmm. that you just shared was you never gave up being or, or learning the skill that God yeah. gave. You just didn't know what it was. Yep. So the skill that God gave you as a young person mm-hmm. was used in a specific way. Mm-hmm. And the skill that God gave you to speak was used in a specific way. But the thread was you were always willing to be, 
to be used mm. for God's glory. Yep. And so you yeah. learned leadership skills through leading guitar yeah. with guitar, and now you're learning leadership skills as a senior yep. pastor by mm. preaching every Sunday. And so there is there's that common thread where mm. your skill is being developed. You just yeah. didn't know what it was. So John Piper had this statement that changed my life. And I was 19 mm. when I heard it. And he said, um, I was petrified to speak in public, but I made a vow to the Lord. I will never, ever, ever say no to preaching um, if I'm ever asked, no matter how nervous mm. I am, um, I will always respond with a yes, mm. even though I'm super nervous. And mm. I remember the Lord was like, "That, that is for you, Michael." Mm. Like you're, mm. and so I tried to avoid speaking in public, mm. but everywhere I went, people were like, "You should teach. You should do that." And I'm yeah. like, "I'm a quivering, <clears throat> bumbling mess." And um, the Spirit bypassed my weakness. <laughs> and if there was any fruit from that, it was all the Spirit of God because I was a bumbling moron. You yeah. didn't know what your skill was. No. But it came out by your surrendering your, through the different aspects of yep. life. I will do this. It's not time to do that anymore. Yep. Now I will try this, even yep. though I'm scared. But your surrendering allowed God to develop the skill that he already gave you yep. and wanted yes. to develop in yep. you. That's, that's an interesting yep. concept because I've met a lot of folks that want to have a specific skill. And they they try and they try, but it's pretty clear mm. through through their attempts right. that they're yeah. just not this skilled is not that what way. You need. Yeah. yeah, right. And they need somebody to come to them and say, "Listen, I, I still think that's it." And mm. you risk a relationship when you do that. But ultimately, yeah. affirmation of this the skill that God yeah. has given to you comes through His people. Yep, yep. Isn't it, which is awesome. It but is. Like you just have to be humble. Yeah, yeah. There, there are some people who are really bad at some things, but I see all the potential in them. I'm like, if you invest in that. And the spirit wants to do this. I have a hunch God could use that for yeah. like quite a bit right. of good. There's a guy at our church. His, his name's Davy Torres, and Davy was our worship director for a while. And Davy plays. He leads worship yeah. and plays lead guitar. guitar. Yeah. Well, Davy was not a lead guitarist. Davy was less than adequate at strumming acoustically. And and uh, this was about the time when I was pulling out. And he's mm. like, "We need a larger guitar." So he actually trained himself how to play lead wow. guitar. Uh, and he went from not no lead whatsoever to being probably one of the most competent yes. lead guitarists we have ever He's worked with yeah. in a worship environment. And uh, and then he would start training everybody. And what I watch is I watch him put in the effort. I watch the spirit amplify his skill. Mm -hmm. And then the fruit as he has worked with all of our lead guitarists. Mm -hmm. And now we have a handful of lead guitarists, many of whom we we point directly to Davey and his influence. Mm -hmm. And uh, But that was a moment where, you know, like didn't have a lot of skill, invested it. The spirit put a prompting on him. The people affirmed it. Yeah. And he has been an unbelievable blessing behind the scenes. Most people have no idea to Village Church in so many levels. Okay, so can I just like take what we're talking about? Like I, I almost want to scrap all of our notes entirely that we made right? on this yeah. and kind of just uh, say one thing because I think there is a thread here, which is kind of an open-handed humility to what the spirit wants to do and not my priorities in mm -hmm. terms of what I want to do. Yeah. I've got great ideas and the spirit is regularly like, that's cute. Yeah. Right. No, we're doing something else. Right. And then like, how do you listen to that? Well, I mean, yes, you, mm -hmm. I, there's, there's an interaction with God. There's a life of prayer and understanding what he wants you to do. But then there's also like, listen to the people of God yeah. when they talk to you. Yeah. When the, they tell you, don't do that, do that. And yeah. remember the promise. The promise is if you allow God to develop the skills he wants to develop in you, you mm -hmm. will bear fruit that lasts. Yes. Yeah. And you don't want fruit that just lasts for a little while, right? You yep. want you want Jesus promises that you will bear fruit and that fruit will remain. Yeah. What yeah. that means is yeah. whatever you're doing, whatever God's doing through you yep. to develop this skill that he wants to use for his kingdom, 
will have impacts on generations to come. It won't just be a flash in the pan. You're going to have the ability to impact people for the kingdom. Yeah. And that lasts, not just in this life, yeah. but in the life to come. Yeah. I think about that sometimes like, you know, being a preacher is is kind of a weird thing because <laughs> you don't wake up one morning and go, hey, I think I'm going to be a preacher. And, yeah. and just, it's, it's a path that God leads you yes. on yeah. that's different that's for every preacher. But ultimately, it comes by surrendering, saying, okay, I'll try that. I'm, it scares me to death, but I'll try it. Okay, I made yep. a fool of myself, yep. but I'm going to get back up yep. and do it again. And and there's a process that goes through. And then then I sit down and think to myself, God has given me this this this, this gift that's no, no greater than mm. this guy was working on the tabernacle. Yeah. He literally was making furniture. Yeah. Yeah. But God bragged on this guy. Yeah. And we have a tendency to rank our skills, like mm. Craig preaches, but nobody who makes furniture is ever going to be remembered. And this guy's in scripture. <laughs> like Nobody can do this, but this guy, yeah. because God, yeah. God gave him this gift. But I think to myself, you know, God has given me a gift where I get to impact people's lives and see relationships mm. changed and yeah. see reconciliation totally. and see surrender and see see not only a mm. mom and dad come to the Lord, but their whole family changed. And then their kids change for mm. for, for, for eternity. Yep. It's such a blessing. When you look at your skills and say, how can God use my skill mm. for eternity? Changes your whole that's perspective. A, yeah, that's good. Yeah, as a, a as a some somebody in my twenties, I've tried to be great at a ton of things. And I ended up being decent at one or two mm. <laughs> you know what i mean and and i think that's yeah. the story like you, you know you just try things and you try to do it for the glory of god and you listen to people around you and you see where the spirit bears fruit through you yep. and even if you don't you know you're like i was not good but if the spirit bears fruit <laughs> i love it follow all follow the fruit that. so yeah. all right you guys that was fun mm -hmm. i i enjoyed these conversations yeah. and i hope you guys enjoy them we have so many more sermon q a so i want to invite you to join us next time